Looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love. Looking for love in all the wrong. No, it's all the faces. Eh, whatever. I, I know it's all wrong, but we'll, we'll keep it. Leave it in there. Welcome back, welcome back, world. Boy, that's your thing. Happy Thursday. It's not Thursday, it's Friday. It's Thursday. It's, fr oh my gosh. It's Friday, and better late than never. We skipped last week, as you probably noticed, and then now you're going to be getting this just a little bit late in the day. But we're out doing a bunch of stuff today, and so then we're sitting around and decided, you know what, let's just get this done now. So, so, anyway, anyway, welcome back to the White Beard TK Podcast. I am one of your hosts, White Beard, a.k.a. T. Anthony, almost forgot my name, and standing right next to me is the wonderful, the only, the savage beast, the pain in my neck. I ran out of words and breath. Go ahead. What's your name? I don't know. I don't know. So we're back. It's Friday. Yesterday was Thursday. Tomorrow's Saturday. And it's been an interesting week in the news and everything else. But that ain't why we're here. It's Friday. So it is time for what? A Coke and Two Store Review. That is right. First, let's recap on some other things before we get into our main feature for this week, our main two. We got two for y'all this weekend. Actually, we got a couple more. It's but a twofer. It's a twofer. Two for what? Two for one? Anyway, um, uh, what did we last leave off? We were talking about a couple of shows we were watching, which was Killing Eve, mm -hmm. um, Something Cowboy. Urban. No, it wasn't Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy was a movie we saw this week. It was um, Cowboy Way, Cowboy something. You know with the guy? No. Who's a country western singer and his wife and they were dealing with cancer? Which we obviously didn't get back to since you can't remember. Happily something. Country, ha country, country? Country ever after. Country ever after, right. Right, 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 right. So, um, yeah, we uh, we didn't get back to that. And then I started talking about some Trek stuff and uh, this year Discovery. But although I did watch Discovery yesterday and I really wanted to get into it today, my mind is just filled with these other things. So we're going to skip that and we'll catch up with uh, Discovery since that's on Thursdays. Maybe I'll add that to Thursday. Who knows? Anything can happen. It really depends on what I feel like when I wake up or if I already prepared a week ahead. So, um, Killing Eve. Yes. I told you. Let's yes. give it a chance. Um, season one was awesome. Season two was, I don't know what happened. Yes. 
I liked all three. Well, I could have done without season two. I think they lost track of the lady and uh, the whole business and Mr. Sexy Man. But and it, it went a whole different way as they had to. They started with the competition, mm -hmm. and then killing off the poor lady's son. And it changed the whole he, direction, right? It changed the whole direction of the show. So then you end up with that last season where it seems like for me, looking at it as a viewer, the writers are trying to play catch up to catch back the same group of people they had from season one. And um, I did like the ending. It's annoying, obviously, because every ending is a cliffhanger. But what I did say to you was, if the series never comes back, they ended it well. They put a nice little loop in it. They tied everything together from all three years. Yeah. Um, Who was your favorite character? Oh, man. It's unfortunately how I like the bad people. Okay, but which one? You had to pick one. Mr. Sexy Man. Constantine. Constantine. Of course I like the killer. Of course I like her. She's, she's a psycho. Villanelle was a psycho. But Constantine's yeah. laugh, man. <laughs> you must be joking. <laughs> it's every episode when he's laughing. He makes me laugh. He just makes me laugh. I love you. I love you. No, you don't. No. But yeah, that, that was great. Who's your favorite character? Honestly, his daughter. Because she's just like him. Just smaller. Well, well, she ended up running over her stepdads and then going to jail. So, uh, yeah, I guess she is yep. just like him. Whatever. Well, that's what happens when you take advice from Villanelle. Yep. If, you really, if he's really that bad, then just kill him. Hey, we got a treat for some of you. We've been waiting for a couple of months, so we finally got a uh, tripod. So, some of you are going to get like we did before. As we're trying to test out how we want to do this, moving around the room, the lighting, and obviously today's poor day in lighting, whatever. Um, so the first few minutes, you'll get to see on a video. Me looking at the end of the day where I just probably should just go and go somewhere else. Anyway, so, and if you want to see some more, unfortunately, you will not. You will just have to listen to the podcast. And um, so, moving along. Moving along on the train of life. On the train of life. Do we want to talk about? No. We'll save, we'll catch up, and then we'll save Discovery, perhaps for next week. So, as I mentioned, as I was, as if you read, you will see that we started something new. I actually started this a long time ago, Queen Sugar. I thought you saw some of the videos, right? Some of the some of the episodes, some the first season, yeah. Some of the first season, or maybe you saw in the later seasons. And um, so, I happened to see it. I was almost curious, and I was almost going to not turn it on because it was Oprah Winfrey was involved with. It. I'm like, I can't do this right now. I can't deal with her her nonsense. But then I checked it out a few years ago on Hulu, and I just binged through the first two seasons. I think it was. Because they didn't have three out yet. And I think I actually paid for season three. But it turns out to be a really decent show with a, an interesting story about a family. An American family um, of farmers who own, a, who own sugar cane. 
And it starts out with the dad dying and leaving the farm to, I believe it was going to go to his son. I actually have to go back to see the first episode. I believe he's going to leave the thing to his son. But during his funeral, a daughter that he has, he has three kids. The oldest is, I thought, obviously, I thought the oldest was um, Charlie, but Charlie's not the oldest. Charlie's the middle kid. So there's Charlie. No. Oh my gosh, what's the older girl named? The Nova. Oldest? Nova, Charlie, and Ralph Angel. Nova. 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 Charlie and Ralph Angel. And during his funeral, the middle girl comes home because apparently she lived in California. She's married to a very wealthy guy who's a basketball player. And Charlie also has her own money as she's a PA, not a PA, um, public relations person. And so she's managing her husband's career and a few other things. So they got money and they have a son and they were out in California. So they come back to California, from California to what state? Come on. Louisiana. Louisiana. Nice backdrop. Yes. Nice, nice backdrop. And so the family drama begins about the, the cane field and the farm and a lot of other history within that town. But, well, had somebody really upset watching season four. <laughs> so... But it, it, it's an interesting mix of the families, families, the family tree is mixed with both black and white. Yes, the show does center around a black family, but this show could be about any family. And I think that is a credit to the writers and the producers of the show. I know that Oprah is the executive producer, something she has to do with it, but she probably told the people, have at it. And I think that's the reason why it turned out to be so good. So, um, that's the setup for how the show goes. And um, hold that thought. We'll get back to you in a second. And the rest of you who are looking at this, sorry, you're just going to have to listen to the podcast. Now that we have your attention for the next few seconds, consider being part of our team. We'd love to expand our interviews and do more adventures and reach more people with a show that has something for everyone. And we can do that with your help and your support. A donation of any size that can be stopped at any time. You can also subscribe and, and like and follow and download and share this show with others. And if you have any questions or comments, or you just want to say hello, you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. Again, that's tanthonybland at gmail.com. All right. Back to you, Jay. Yo, what was that? I don't know. I always just want to do that. So... Nova is a, let's say journalist, a writer. She's a journalist. She works for a newspaper. She lives in the, I believe, the Ninth Ward. So she's down there in probably New Orleans. Which it seems like at some point, 
like they're far away from it, but then they're close enough to it because of the way they talk when they're traveling. It's really, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Like, what are they doing way up there or down there? No, way up there. So wherever they are, New Orleans is not that far that they can drive. Mm -hmm. um, she's having an affair. Uh, she does a lot of things um, promoting or uplifting the uh, black community. Yeah. Including the way she dressed. She has a natural hair and, you know, and she goes out and she protests and a lot of all that great stuff that she does for the community. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, she's having an affair with a white man who is married and is a cop. Doesn't that just contradict everything she's all about? Yeah. Is that all you got? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it does. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's her. And then there's the sister who has lots of money. And then there's Ralph Angel, who is a very tragic character, um, spent some time in jail, was out on parole, couldn't find a job, was finding it hard. I believe he was left to farm, but couldn't really pay for the farm. So his sister with all the bucks came in and brought it and like kept it in a family so he can run it. And then basically he was working for her because they have a sugar mill as well as they have the, the farm with the cane itself. Mm -hmm. And so there's a conglomerate of black mill or black farmers. And I think that they're the only mill in town. And the larger mill with a lot of money is the Landry. Yeah. And the Landry family is the Landry and the, oh my gosh. The racist Landry's. The Landry's and the Boudreaux's, right? The Boudreaux's, the Boudreaux, the Boudreaux. What's the name? The Boudreaux. I don't, I don't know. The Boudreaux's. Because they had the Bordelon. Yes. <laughs> and so there's been a conflict between the two families for years, but we find out that there's a connection with the family. And the drama unfolds. Family blood is not as pure as we thought it was. What? You don't mean it's as pure as a driven snow? As, mm -hmm. as white and pure as a driven snow? Yep. Not when great-great-grandmama was black. Nope. So, um, yeah, so that's that. That's There's that. There's an Aunt Vi and a young man who really, really likes her. And so, you know, I think it's later on in the season, maybe season three, they actually get married. And um, who else? One of my favorites is Darla. Yes, Darla. Darla. Another tragic character who uh, has a drug problem, who once was selling her body, I think her name was Star, uh, to get drugs. And her and Ralph Angel were together many, 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 many years ago. And they kind of broke up, but then she's always been in the family since she had a baby, and that kept the two of them connected. What else is about this family? The son. What son? Oh, the big head boy. Yes. Oh my gosh, what is Charlie's son's name? Micah. Micah. How could I, how can I not remember that? Micah. And so there's Micah, Micah the teenager. 
So that's the family. There's more to it. Like I said, this is a really, really great drama. It's a drama, by the way. It's a really great story that just continues to unfold like an onion being peeled. But the characters themselves are great. And you can watch the story arc or watch the character arc and change along with them. I mean, the stuff that Ralph Angel goes through up and down and down and up is uh, it's a lot. Yeah. 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 Yep. What? That's I'm it. agreeing with you. And so we get to season four. I totally forgot how season three ended. I was like, oh, yeah, they did do that. And they did do that. Oh, yeah. So we open up with season four. She comes outside and starts watching this with me and didn't stop until we were done. Mm -hmm. Somebody got hooked. And man, when she saw old lady Landry. I wanted to knock her out. Why? Because she's an actual racist. Yes, she's an actual bigot. No, she was oppressing the brown folk in that town. Because she had money and power. Now, she was a good old racist. I mean, like, she's like them, she one of them good bigots. You know, the ones that got the money in control, they got everybody, everybody in their pocket. And it's just funny just watching her. She's got her pearls on and she's speaking sweet and just like insulting you the entire time. And her gross smoker lips. Why is she got gross smoker lips? Because her lips look like a raisin. It's, it's, they're it's, inverted. They're barely there. You really, really hated this woman. Yes. And I guess she did her job as an actress, as an actor. I mean, I'm sorry because that means that her, her lips are actually like that. And that's just. I still. I'm, I can't believe she got under your skin that much. Yes, she did. <laughs> she did her job. For me, it was Nova. I, I couldn't stand Nova. I, I don't. Nova as a character, I don't like that much anyway. And I think the the middle of season three and then all of season four, I just wanted to strangle her. Mm -hmm. She wrote the book, didn't think about the family and how it was going to affect them and the stuff that happened. To my, I just did it for good. No, no, stop. Stop. You just wanted to be famous. And so, you know, she got what was coming to her by the end of that. Mm -hmm. Because of everything that she said to find out, oh, that's not the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the story. Uh, my daddy, there were some boys, some guys looking at her, and they said a few things of what they was going to do to her. She was a little girl. And then she saw her father with the men at the, at, the, um, at the farm out in the cane field. And then she saw him burying something. She thought he was burying the men. He killed them and buried them. Which, by the way, disturbs me so much. Like, to yell something at somebody who is of age and they're obviously a grown woman is, that's already inappropriate. But to say that to a child, and you're an adult, that's gross. Well, they didn't say it to her. They said to him what they were going to do. It's still gross. That's right. a pedophile. You are a pedophile. Well, a pedophile, a rapist, does it really make a difference? All three. A pedophile, a rapist, sexual harasser. Yes. Come to find out, Daddy ain't killed nobody. No, he beat him up, he, and then took him to the hospital. And then took him to the hospital because he was a he was a trained killer in the army, and felt kind of bad when he did it. And um, I think it was his wife singing. He was when Ralph Ains was a baby, and that kind of pulled him back from killing these men. 
and then took him to the hospital. What he was burying, as she later finds out, is as his friend said, his sins or or he just just everything. He buried his gun, the bloody clothes he had on because he didn't want to be that person. And so he just wanted to get rid of it. And so that's just a little bit of the stuff that she started with that book that she wrote, her little book tour. Yeah. And the thing that happened with Ralph Angel, I'm not, you know, mm-mm, I can't. I can't. Yeah. And then it was on by. Yeah, well. Yeah. She dealt with that. Yes, yeah, she did. I, I, I waited so long for you to see that last episode. What was that, like 12, 13? Yeah, she used her words. It was like next to last. It was next to last, yeah. She used her words to shut down the situation, but I personally would not have. Well, that's just me. Mm. Um, and I'm not talking like full-on fist fight, but like definitely some weapons in there. Yeah, Aunt Vi was married way back when. And... Her that, husband was abusive. That man needs to be in jail. Her <laughs> husband was a very abusive and, and uh, I would say more controlling in his abuse. Well, no, he did physically hit, right? Yes. And uh, very controlling and, and extremely abusive. And um, and what it did was it broke her. It broke her and she just wasn't good for anything. And she stayed around. I don't know how she escaped him. I really don't. Probably the same center that she took the girl to. True. True. But she put her life back together and she made something great of herself. She was a um, a waitress at this, at a diner for many, many years. And uh, fast forward, she owned the diner. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go watch season one through three. So she ends up owning this diner. But because of this book, her ex-husband shows up and stirs up a lot of stuff in her and it makes her ill and then she starts to go backwards to what she must have looked like when she was with him. And, you know, Nova sticking to her guns. Well, I just did it because I thought it would help and I was shining the light on all that you've ever done. Like, oh, that's not how this looks. Um, I, ju- I don't think everything should be faced with violence. But if you're not going to put a man in prison, he needs to disappear, one way or the other. Listen, Hollywood beat the stinking out of him. He beat the stuff. That didn't out. stop him from going to get another girl. No, he already had that girl before he came up there. And who says he won't do it again? Oh, maybe he will, maybe he ain't. Cause he getting old. But man, Hollywood put a whooping on him. That was hilarious. The guy who's her ex is being played by David Allen Greer. Now you know he did his job. When this one over here was extremely angry, she couldn't stand any of his characters. <laughs> Man, her and, and the Landry lady really, really, him and the Landry really got under your skin. So that that Man, was some that's good. That's why out. you can't be trusting them old people. <laughs> it's like people are like, can you help me with my dog? No, I can't help you with your dog. I'm a cat person. <laughs> Sorry. Matter of fact, I don't even like animals. I'm good. I know. Yes, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's so much happening in here and so many dynamic characters and so much love and passion that's being written. And this is not one of those stories. And we're going to get out of this. And then, but before I say that, you can check this out on Hulu. 
And um, that could be your weekend. You can just like burn through that this weekend. Or you can pick it up next week when you have a couple of days off from Thanksgiving. I don't know, but check it out. It's called Queen Sugar. And um, so what was I going to say before I stop saying that? Oh, even though, and this is why I was kind of, you know, kind of skittish about this. And I've said this before, so I'm not, I'm not really care if some people's sensibilities are a little offended. But I'm like, oh gosh, another one of these black quote unquote shows. I've had enough of this. People turn the gun sideways, is always making some jokes that I don't even know what this is because I don't identify with any of that stuff. Or shows like people were talking about at my job, power. Power's a great, I'm like, how many more of these can we see like this? I assure you, Queen Sugar's not like that. This story could be anybody's family from any culture, any race. And that, again, I attribute to the great writing. Unless you're that girl from, I forgot what show she was on. She's like, I'm not black, I'm white. When she was clearly black, and she straightened her hair and she was like, I'm not like these Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Anyway, so Queen Sugar's What About Picks for you guys for this week. Now, without further ado, the generation gap turns and we look at Say Urban it. Cowboy. Say it. There you go. Urban Cowboy. So what'd you think? I liked it. Um, that guy, the evil guy that had already gone to prison, needs to go back to prison again for the rest of his life. Because not only was he beating up on a girl, he was also cheating. But that came near the end. So. Yeah, that was Scott Glenn or Glenn Scott. Scott Glenn, a very, very young Scott Glenn. Very young and lean Scott Glenn. Now he's all grayed up. Mm -hmm. A young John Travolta, John Travolta and Deborah Winger. Y'all remember Deborah Winger? If your youngins don't know Deborah Winger, you'll need to introduce her to them. An officer and a gentleman, Deborah Winger. Come on, people. This is good stuff. This is classic stuff. So. Here we are now. I haven't seen this in, in many, many years. Now you're seeing it for the first time. Uh, what did you think? Um, you just said, I like some of it. I don't think that it was as serious as some people would have thought that it was. Like, the whole him not wanting her to ride the bull because she's a woman. I don't think it was like a, you're too weak to do it because you're a woman. It was like a, I don't know. He just Chivalrous. did it. He just didn't want her to get hurt while doing it. So... That's that's pretty much the end of that situation for me. I mean, I don't know if I would have still gone ahead and did it like she did. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe because it was something fun that she wanted to do. And I feel like he could have just let her do it. Yeah, I think it was more chivalrous on his on his side. They were both very young. I know in the credits and uh, the thing it says it's a dysfunctional love story. I'm like, really? Uh, I guess you can call it dysfunctional. I think both of them <laughs> were young and dumb. Young, dumb, and country. Definitely dysfunctional. They were rolling around fighting in a puddle. Yeah. And he slapped her twice before that. But he slapped inside the booth, right? Yeah. 
What were they doing? Did she? She pinched him. She pinched him really hard. They were doing something. They were fooling around with one another, and then she pinched him really hard. He slapped her. Ow! Now I said, you should have just slapped him back. Because if he's one of those people that does that, it probably would have been fine. Then you just spend the whole night slapping each other in the face. Yeah. We're like, it's midnight. Can we stop? No. I'm like, I'm going home. Well, get in the car. What's no. it? Forget it then? Yeah. They'll forget it then. How the heck did they end up fighting in the puddle? He pulled up with the car, right? And tried to get her in? Mm-hmm. And snatch up like a caveman, try to get her in, and they fell out in the water, and they rolled around fighting each other. He's trying to lift her up and carry her and take her into the truck to take her home. I mean, the scene was hilarious. Um, funny, funny stuff. Um, yeah, I was about to say something about the slap. But but even that was funny. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I was looking at your reaction, see what you're going to say about that. Uh, like, I don't think... The hit was necessary, but again. How long do you think they knew each other before they got married? A week. <laughs> About a week, a, a right? A week or like a couple days. <laughs> was it right after that? You could marry me? No. It was soon it was after in the puddle. The truck. After the whole puddle thing, yes. right? The whole puddle fight. Yeah. yeah. Let's get married. Okay. And, and they go. they're taking the wedding picture. She goes, My legs are sweating. I'm not wearing any stockings. Wow. Okay. Thank you for sharing. My legs are sweating like that. I should tell you where this couple's going to be going. Was this like the original ghetto? The original definition? I don't know, but when he showed her that new house they were going to be living in, which was a trailer, a single wide, I put money down on it. Woo! Nice. <laughs> it's like, wow, this y'all was moving up in the world? Okay. Well, they did have two cars. Yeah, they did. Living in a single wide. Now, listen, people, I am not knocking folks that live in a single wide because we spent a wonderful weekend in a place um, that could be classified as a trailer park. And it's long-term camping with people that's that live there, and they were some great folks. So it's just like everywhere in the world we live. You got some nice people who live some places, and you got some nasty people that live places. I mean, I'm assuming that, live places. that they were nice. Yeah. Nobody was really talking to each other. Well, it was, you mean where we were? Yeah. Oh, okay, well. I'll the owners you. were nice. Yeah. So back to Urban Cowboy. The <laughs> These were pretty pretty poor and, and foolish people. And um, so their big entertainment was Mickey Gilly's, Mickey Gilly's Place. Now, a lot of people don't know this and probably don't remember. Well, there may be someone old enough listening to this that remember Mickey Gilly was a country singer. I don't think it was that great. But he opened up this thing. How many acres was it? I don't know. It, it was a ridiculous amount of acres that they had an actual rodeo inside. And um, the mechanical bull and a few other things. And so I was looking up the film. I was waiting for you to say some more before I went into this. I was looking up the film and it was saying that Mickey Gilly had all, that the, the Gilly, I think it's called Gilly's, he had all those different things inside the bar to keep them from fighting each other and beating up on each other. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? After that long day of working on the ranch or, or you're at the, the refinery, which I believe that's where, um, what's his name work? What was John Travolta's name? 
I don't remember anybody's name. She was sissy. I forgot his name. Well, where John, John Travolta worked at was a refinery. And so, you know, at the end of the day, they're all drunk and, you know, the cowboys start fighting. So, um, there are two more points in this. One, the term urban cowboy is what they call them, we can might as well call them some city slickers, is what you call the people who wanted to dress like and pretended like they were cowboys because that was really for the ranchers. And so the guys who worked on those rigs, that's who they would call. And Gillies called the regular folk, regular folk. But the rest of them was urban cowboys. Yeah. Which is the reason why, if you think about it, the rich girl came in just like Sissy. Are you a real cowboy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> they're married. And three weeks later, she meets another guy. You're a real cowboy. And then he ends See up. See what happens when you're chasing somebody that makes you laugh. Yep. And then she ends up with a black eye, messing around with that convict. Uh, the second very interesting point is this movie made like, uh, um, what's his name, did with reggae music, changed the face of country and western music and made it more more uh, um, what do you call that accessible to a wider audience that really didn't pay attention to it because it also mixed in pop mm -hmm. with more of that country western which is basically with country western music is like today and it said it never changed it just continued to grow 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 to where we are now you know there's a difference between um, Chris Stapleton and Florida Georgia Line a great big difference. That's a vast difference when you talk about music and sound and talent. And so that changed the face of that. Mm -hmm. Now I've got a question before we let these good folks go. Do you think that Urban Cowboy could be, of everything could be made today? If it was made today, would you think it'd be well received? Yes. Really? Because I think the, the biggest problem would be was after Sissy pinched him, that whole thing. The slap. But later on, he does come back and apologize for yes, it. Yes, he does. After you know, he went off like to make as, her jealous. As long as you know that you're wrong and then you go and apologize for your wrongness, I feel like it's fine. Mm -hmm. But like, if you did something, because he didn't intend to hurt her. Right. But like, if he did that on purpose, and it was like a hateful thing, then I would have a problem with it. And I think some of it was also accepted culturally amongst them in that area where they were in that culture and their upbringing. Um, however, having said that, when she meets the other guy who's the convict, he tells her he's no good for you. He's been in jail and a lot of other things that he was right to warn her because now he was a whole different character. Mm -hmm. You know, punching her, gave her the black eye, and then forcing her to cook him a meal and all the rest of it. That was like beyond. And even, but you were saying, why didn't she just get out the car? Yeah, when he, he left, he was good for like a, a good 20 minutes. She just sat there. See, I would have looked for the first out that I could have got. 
Once you leave me alone, I'm gone. I'm gone. But she was so beaten, so beaten down. I mean, like her inside, like her, her whatever. She couldn't move. She was stuck there. Even though she didn't want to. Like, we're going to go down to Mexico. Okay. Really? You want to go to Mexico? You have your husband over there. You're not divorced, as you said. And But that was funny. Where are you going? He threw her out. Well, go live with your dad. He said, you like me more. You like him better than me. Then she came home and took her stuff, and then she really left, and then she moved in with that idiot. Um, but like I said, none of them were too bright. They didn't know each other. They got married, and they weren't too bright, but it, it was a good story. I think I am I am shocked that the, the, the people, the SJWs, as you want to call them, have not attacked this film yet. The feminists have feminists, feminists haven't gotten a hold and attacked this film yet, and I think that they would be missing a really good classic, and they would be missing out on the full giant scope. Oh, the guys who wrote the film—I didn't tell you this—they were there, and he wrote a—I forgot what newspaper, what magazine was writing for—and they were out there trying to find a story of uh, you know, couple in love and then so they heard the story and one guy wrote it and it went to a magazine. Then later on he got together with the other person and they became a screen, it became, they wrote the screenplay for it. Yeah. The couple is real. <laughs> there was a sissy and thing. That's too much. Right, so I would have still, so, still gotten a divorce. So that sort of relationship was an actual, real relationship that happened. But there you go. That was a, uh, um, like I said, they were two knuckleheads and dummies from the beginning. They didn't know each other before they got married, and it was just. Yep. But I think it was. I'm glad you you liked it. You had fun. Yes. Okay. So hey, that's it for us. You go. Check out this weekend, Urban Cowboy. Where did we find that at? Amazon. On Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime on Amazon Prime, then you need to pay for it. Yes, this is true. But it's like really old, so it probably won't cost that much. No. For some not. reason, older movies don't cost as much to buy or rent. Correct, sir. You are correct, sir. Absolutely. And... Queen Sugar. And hopefully, God willing, we'll catch up on you with uh, Star Trek Discovery next week. So, there you go. There's your two for this weekend. A two for Queen Sugar and, say it. Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. We're going to get out of here. Go enjoy your weekend. And you don't have to like me. We don't have to agree, but that's okay. Remember, we're both humans. And folks, get out there. Try to love one another. Please, please. Catch you on the flip side. Say goodbye, kid. Bye.